We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Yeah. You can answer questions from your Nada Grande Outdoors. Well, I know, but I'm trying to do it on. on. So, we're live. So, um, we are live. One of the. One of the. Uh, things that we're going to talk about or one of the main things that we're going to talk about here today is um how this coronavirus stuff is kind of getting people back to their roots uh back to um you know canning and prepping and gardening and you know we're already hunters so um we're getting meat that way but one of the other things it's doing is uh, testing our technolo- technological um, smarts. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean they're doing a lot of different. They're doing a lot of different stuff that they, people have done. But it, you know, um, I think we talked about it earlier. How, or you, especially with you, with your job that uh you've been doing online meetings and you 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 like it a lot more you're like i hope we never go back to the other way around right right <laughs> we do them over the phone you know and everybody's sitting around a speakerphone and it's pretty boring um i like i like the whole online camera meeting things it's pretty cool um yeah it's nice to see that i like it still no luck on yeah. vlogging on instagram though So, um, no worries. You mean on the computer? Because we're on there on the phone. Yeah, but, on, on the computer. Yeah. I'm trying to log on on the computer. Uh, we're on here on the phone, so no big deal there. But yeah, um, go on, go on. On, uh, can you get on Instagram on your computer? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh no. All right. <laughs> Maybe. Go, go, go tell the people we're live. We, we are live. I want to Bluetooth this to my phone. I need to log on right here. I'm trying to log on over here. My wife giving me tip, tips. Tips. Yeah. Well, we need it because we we're not tips. great at it. I guess, <laughs> I guess I should pay attention to our recording a little bit too. So that's a fun thing. We're, we're doing this live. Um, this is the first, well, it's not the first live podcast we've done because we've done I know I've done at least one live podcast where I was recording it and broadcast it live on Facebook as well. But we're actually recording this. Um, One of the reasons that we're doing it this way is because we can't um, get together. You know, all the quarantine, social distancing, we're about as social distanced as we can get. Um, So we're actually recording this. on the little zoom thingy and show you my little <laughs> we're actually that's right that's where the magic happens that's where it happens um so we're actually recording this on on there and we'll release it i'll probably release it in the morning um since we're doing this live broadcast tonight but we just thought it'd be fun to give it a whirl and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing. So, and I still can't log in. It let me log in with my other one. Oh, there we are. Oh, yeah. I I see us on I see us on live on it, but I'm in my account. Not let me log in with my other one. Yeah. Anyways, that's gonna be that's gonna be confusing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to. Um, I could log in on mine, which I it probably yeah. be all talking and stuff. So so anyway, let's. Let's get in. I'm gonna do what you usually do to me. Well, bring us in, Rodney. Right, right. I've done brought us in, dude. We're in. I know you. We are in. In. Um, In. I don't know what we're in. World of technological bolt crud. Um. (laughs) So yeah, we're in. We're we're live. Um, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, like I said earlier about um, kind of going back to our grassroots in this whole 
crazy time of um, the coronavirus and and being stuck at home and you know I'm working from home um, Kyle you're you're kind of you live out in the sticks anyway I do uh, live out in the sticks you're kind of, tell, tell well we've just yeah so talk talking just kind of about my wife and I day-to-day life hasn't changed pretty much at all other than the the social thing you know we would break up our our day-to-day life with going to see family or friends or whatever yeah and we don't really do that anymore but as far as um being stuck indoors that's that's never been really um a problem for us we've got plenty of places to go and and get out and do stuff Mm -hmm. um the things that have changed are like getting groceries you know you bring groceries home and you spray them all down disinfect them and all that fun stuff um but uh it has what has changed is i guess it's been kind of a catalyst now i would imagine this is um true probably across the board for a lot of people is it's kind of been a springboard for uh renewed interest in those skills that our parents had, you know, mm-hmm. um, canning, gardening, um, stuff like that. I know my mom used to can all the time yeah. when growing up. Um, in fact, she's got a, we we still have, she still has a basement full of canned items and still does it every single, every single year, every single year she says, Oh, I'm not going to do a garden this year. I've got enough stuff every year. She does a garden and we get more stuff. And, um, but it, it's a, you know, canning is something that my wife just, she, her mom did it, or our mother-in-law did it uh, when she was younger, but she never really did much of it. Um, I guess Kathy was kind of out of it by the time that Annie was old enough to kind of help her out. Yeah. But she's gotten back into that, you know, borrowed a, a pressure kit, I guess a, it's a pressure yeah. cooker, but yeah. a pressure canner um, for my mom and uh, has started experimenting with some of the canning techniques that you can do and some of the more actually more advanced canning techniques. Um, Ryan, I saw Ryan Gray joined us. Welcome Ryan. Um, he actually had a funny comment. Uh, I work with Ryan. He had a funny comment the other day that, uh, he'd heard that Annie had canned or saw on Instagram that Annie had canned some meat. You know, you just cook up some hamburger and, and you can that. Um, it's like that's weird, and it to today's people it is. Yeah, but I've known about canned meats for a long time. You know, they used to do that back before we had refrigerators and freezers. We get real spoiled with refrigerators and freezers, um, and we didn't have to worry about canning it. But canning is a great way to preserve something um, to keep at room temperature for a long time, and so that's you know one of those skills that i think i would bet uh we discussed this before i would bet that the youtube hits on canning uh and how to can have gone up exponentially since this whole thing started especially whenever the grocery stores started kind of running out of the staples as it was as it as it is um that's probably something that is and i'd be interested to see the analytics on on youtube on that how how much that's gone up because like i said my wife started looking at all that stuff gardening home gardening um my wife has has looked at all that stuff um just kind of starting in the last month or so and you talked about gardening that you you used to do gardening right yeah that's nothing new i mean i grew up gardening with my grandma um, and we've had several gardens, you know, me and Dana, since we've been married, we haven't grown one out here where we live now at the new place. Um, because we, you know, we've been doing a lot of other things. Um, but, um, I've always, we've always like, it, like know. building the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but, but it's been, it's been in the works. Hey, are you still live on Facebook? Uh, I am. I don't know if it's going or not. It is going. I can see it. So I just wanted to bring that. Can up. you hear it? Um, no, I'm not going to hit play because 
then they would hear us in like delayed stereo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was yeah, just wondering if the audio is actually working. I'm guessing it is, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's people watching, so. Um, oh, good. Apparently. Uh, tell, tell them if they want to see both of us, they can go to Instagram. <laughs> go, go to Instagram y. Um, yeah. But yeah. Here, watch. To I'll, today's I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. people? It is. I can definitely you, hear volume. Oh, definitely. Here, <laughs> here I'll, I'll let him see you on Facebook. Here you go. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Very fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, so back to the to the gardening. Yeah, it's it's something that I've had in the in the works. Um, you know, we had the area out there planned. <laughs> You're showing me on Facebook. It's, so it's like ten or fifteen <laughs> seconds behind. That's kinda of funny. Um so yeah, um we had the place planned. We've got the um area already you know we knew kind of what we wanted to do of course that all changed when we went ahead and decided you know i'm working at home um the wife's still working but you know she's essential so yeah um Ooh, yeah, she's essential. essential so but uh you know you're have, you, have you seen those uh that always makes me laugh is the essential you know you see those memes that's one thing that's come out of the coronavirus is the insane amount of fantastic memes but it says you call me essential but what you really mean is sacrificial <laughs> right right um so uh, but yeah so uh of course like you know we're home we are uh spending our weekends here we're not going camping we're not okay i'd love to go camping uh turkey season's coming up i'd love to do that um, yeah, but we're spending a lot of time at home. Um, and so we, we invested in the, in the garden and got the garden up and running and got a bunch of stuff planted. Um, it's like everything. We made a few mistakes along the way because, um, it, we haven't done it in a few years. So, but it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we, built a nice fenced area and some raised garden beds and planted all kinds of goodies planted mostly stuff for yeah. salsa because <laughs> <laughs> that is actually essential right? that is essential <laughs> you, you gotta have you want to talk about essential that's so, what it is oh man that's funny but, so now i'm doing two things at once Watch out! Watch the watch the sparks fly and the fires start and all that. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm typing to our people on Facebook. We've got some good people joining Comments. us on Facebook, so I'm trying to say hello. Oh, good deal. There we go. So, yeah, talking about the. The gardening, you know, that's something my mom did growing up, so I've done it. Um, although I wasn't terribly into it because it seemed like growing up, um, most of what I did was weeding the garden. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I'm doing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody like everybody likes to see the result and the glamour. They don't, they don't like to do the the in between where you got to weed it and take care of it and right. all that fun stuff. Right. This year we did we did so we did kind of two things we we started a bunch from seeds, and then we also um, bought some just plants you know just the, the little plants. And, yeah. Uh, the start the starter plants. Yeah, the starter plants. Um, so we did it both ways, and it was really cool. What was really what I, what I really liked about it is like especially the seeds. Um, we planted the seeds and we started them inside, you know, in the little seed cups and stuff like that. And the kids helped me. And that is, you can't replace stuff like that. Number one, it's just the togetherness. No. The, the, the time that you get to spend with the kids doing things like that. They loved it. They watched them sprout. That's all they did. Every two seconds is run over there and look at the seeds, you know. Oh, my gosh, look, Dad, they've grown three inches. No, they haven't. But, but you know what I mean? They, they, they love that. They love watching them sprout yeah. and all of that stuff. Um but we didn't do everything from there, so so we bought some that were already, 
you know, the, the Lowe's variety that you get that are already six inches high or whatever. Um, yeah. Got all that planted. Um, and then, of course, the next step is exactly that. The, like you were talking earlier, canning. Um, you know me. I planted way more than we're going to need uh, or be <laughs> able to eat. So um, I'm going to have to preserve some. I mean, you can share it, too. You know, we got plenty of family members down here. Yeah. And that's the good thing about it is even if you don't want to, get into canning or anything like that you can grow the garden and yeah you can you can share it you know you get your neighbors and your family and friends and stuff like that and uh you know as you get stuff as you harvest stuff out of your garden you eat what you can and and share the rest if you don't have a way to to do the canning or something like that yeah for sure i know that's one thing um that my wife was concerned about you know she brought she bought a bunch of seeds and she brought home the starter kits and, and we started planting seeds and she's like, um, uh, asking, or she basically asked, Hey, do we really need to do this much? I mean, what if this, and what if that I'm like, if worse comes to worse, we can give this stuff away. It's not a big deal. You know, it's, um, it's worth, it's worth the effort to, do a little bit of learning and saying how much we do need, how much we don't need. Because, you know, like I said, I grew up doing, I grew up up doing it with my mom. Um, And I think she did some with her family too. But for the most part, this is kind of just starting all over for us and trying to figure out what goes where, and how to do everything. And not only that, but um, figuring out like when, to do it uh you know your 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 growing season down there is much longer than our growing season up here in fact we got all these seedlings started and they started growing and 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 he starts going well okay we got we got to figure out a place to put them because they're going to rot in here and the you know the roots aren't going to grow and so she started uh you know taking every container that she could find putting potting soil in it and, and transplanting these, these, um, these plants. And last week it was like up to 60 or 70 degrees up here. And then Easter, we get a snowstorm. Right. And so we're back, you know, we got, we're, we got these seedlings that, that we are taking care of inside the house. And so now we're having to try and figure out, okay, what do we do with them? How do we, how do we keep them going until we can actually get, get them planted outside so and not only that uh we're kind of in a temporary housing situation waiting for our new place to get finished building and so we don't want to build anything permanent here in the backyard and so it's we we really kind of jumped in without getting too terribly technical about how we're gonna get everything done that is may not be the best way but it's a great learning experience right exactly that's literally what is going on all across the country i'm sure I'm sure um, is people people jumping in and doing things that they have no clue um, what they're doing. I mean that even me, I've you know I've gardened several times, but I why don't we have Erin on here? Where is she? I don't. Well, we we should right. We should, but we didn't think about it soon enough. We should we should have sent her an invite. I know. So Erin, if you're if you're watching. Aaron Roy is Aaron actually the person to, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Roy was her maiden name, Aaron Starson. Um, I always go back to that cause I knew her cause we knew her in college. Yeah. You don't remember, but we did. Well, you know, I don't remember anyway. a lot about college. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I drove you around. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I don't remember anything. I didn't have to drive. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we actually probably should do a follow up on this uh, with with Erin because uh, she's she does this professionally. Um, if you guys haven't seen her, check her out. Uh, the Harvest Trail Journey. We've done two podcasts with her now. Um, she has a homestead out um, east of Albuquerque, and that's basically what she does. She puts on classes on how to do this, um, but. That being said, um, that would be interesting to ask her is if she's moved her classes online with the 
with the restrictions that have been put on the state. I'm not even going to get into the communist, the communist manifesto from the governor, but (laughs) we knew that was coming eventually. Um, so yeah, uh, we were, we, we did a podcast with God, what is it? It hadn't even been that long. Um, no, a a month ago, maybe. Yeah. And, um, I, I think we kind of we tiptoed through the minefield, I guess, without knowing that we were tiptoeing through the minefield. Um, yeah, because we kind of run was right the field, did a bunch of podcasts and then zipped right back out. Yeah, right as all of this stuff was kind of coming together and and exploding and and all of that stuff. Boy, I'm getting confused watching you on here and you on there, seventeen <laughs> seconds apart. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't, don't God, worry about. Thank God I got it muted. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that side of it. Just watch for comments. <laughs> right, that's what I'm trying to do. Nobody comments. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. Lazy. I know. Come on, people. No comments. We got a couple. People. We got a couple of waves on the. We got a couple of hellos on yeah, the. Yeah, we got uh, some likes and some hellos and. Um, anyway, some waves. Nico's texting me. Quit texting me, Nico. I can't text while I'm live, dude. Yeah, Nico. Freaking weirdo. <laughs> Comment. Um, oh, the Instagram. And one comment. interesting. There's your brother. Yeah. One in. Who? Your brother. Oh, he, he on just, Instagram. He just jumped up. No, he's on the. Uh, uh, Facebook. 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 Cool. Yeah, so. Uh, um. Where were we at? Going back oh, to your yeah. coming back to your, your talk or talking about getting the kids involved. Sorry, I was just looking at comments, possible comments. Anyways, um. Coming back to your um, talk, talking about getting your kids involved, you know, all, all the uh, schools in the state have been closed down for the rest of the year, and everybody's having to, quote-unquote, homeschool. What, a, what better education than to teach them that? You know, we talk about all the time on this program um, the disconnect that, that we have in this country between people and their food, and that's kind of what... Uh, is one of the driving factors between uh, or for hunt it forward is getting people reconnected with their food source through hunting. But Mm -hmm. that being, that being said uh, can be done through agriculture and gardening as well, because you were talking about your kids running over there and and seeing those seedlings sprout as you, as you progress, what play tell them to shut up. (laughs) He said that was half a thumbs up, by the way. Nice. Actually, tell him not to shut up because that's hilarious. Um, Anyways, inside joke. Um, (laughs) uh, Talking about seeing those those seeds sprout and having to take care of those things, that's what kind of connects you back to nature, connects you back to your food source. and those are all good things. You know, I remember growing up, I had a very distinct understanding of life and death and the circle of how everything, you know, goes because we fatten our own beef, we butcher our own beef, um, my mom did gardening, all of that stuff. And I think this is, you know, while it's, um, at first it was kind of scary. I'm right now I'm so over it. I'm like, whatever, it's not scary anymore. But well, at first, you know, this, this whole pandemic thing was kind of scary. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity for us to return people to that connection that's missing in their lives. Right. So we were complaining about not, not to get off topic, but we were complaining about people not commenting or anything like that. So I feel it is a must that we respond to um, the comment, where are all the turkey in Unit 8? Laugh out loud, been trudging through snow the past two days and can't find tracks anymore. So, I'm going to go to Unit 8 here, just a second. Okay, go to Unit 8. I know that this is not what we're talking about, but that's okay. That's all right. It's a live live podcast and we got a comment we've... We better answer that, Sager. There's seven. So, while Rodney's doing that, um, 
where is eight, Rodney? Huh? Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Where's eight? Where's Off the top of my head, I can't It's, uh, huh? it's up north. It's up north. Come on. Around the caldera? It's, it's, no, it's north, it's north and east of Albuquerque. Uh, oh, okay. And so I would say at Aaron's house. <laughs> <laughs> north Sorry. and east of Albuquerque. Sorry. Yeah, north and east. Um, um, so the Albuquerque, the Albuquerque sergeant is for uh, Ryan Orr. This was his comment. The Albuquerque sergeant is Tyson Sanders. Um, I know for a fact that those guys are still working. Um, he would be happy to either put you on some birds or um, – get you in touch with somebody who probably knows where some of those birds are um no telling where they're at if you're not seeing any tracks obviously they're not around but um that doesn't mean that they're not in the unit possibly they just moved because of pressure or uh habitat or whatever it is um they've gone somewhere um but contact uh Tyson Sanders, Albuquerque, New Mexico Department of Game and Fish Sergeant. He's going to be able to get you get you some answers or get you on some birds up there. Um, another thing that we talk about often is use the re- those resources. Those, those guys are out in the field all the time, and they are more than willing to help you. They are not going to um, hold that stuff close to the chest. Um, they, they are a great help, especially uh, for anybody who is going to an area they haven't been call those guys first they'll give you give you a rundown where you need to go and by the way ryan thanks for the uh he's ryan Orr said he just found our podcast today great listen we appreciate that share it with your friends we hope that you guys enjoy our content yeah all right now we can go back okay (laughs) we're talking about kids and, and connecting people back to nature and connecting people with their food sources yeah and the gardening. Yeah. Um, Ready to go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, the, the you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the gardening, and that's um, it's been a huge success as far as family-wise so far. Um, obviously, no harvest. We just planted everything. But um, I think kind of the next step, um, logically for us, is we're going to look at, at chickens because – because, you know, the garden is going to give you vegetables. I've, I hunt. I had a good year last year. So I've got a freezer full of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still going to get my milk from the grocery store because I am not getting a cow or a goat and milking anything. It's not going to happen <laughs> unless the shit really hits the fan. So, yeah. So it's yeah, a lot of work. I'm still, I, I, it's it's a, it is a lot of work it's because. Um, I know because I did it when I was a kid. My dad had a milk cow, and we were out there every day milking. And mind you, we we had to. I mean, it, it was actually probably a, a necessity for my family having four boys. We went through milk like like water. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably drank three, four gallons of milk a day, and mm-hmm. so it was it was financially beneficial for my dad to have it. But he also had um, you know a job where he could do that and spend that time. And he was kind of a homebody. Um, my wife and I had the same conversation. She wanted to get a milk goat. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I'm probably going to throw myself into the bus here. Fortunately for me, unfortunately for her, (laughs) um, we're not able to have that where we're living now, uh, because of different circumstances. But, uh, that was the thinking, uh, is that, it would be, you know, nice to be able to have that source all the time and kind of be more self-sustaining as far as our, our food sources. Um, now, I had that conversation with her about how much work it is. Don't go into this thinking that, oh, this is going to be a great, you know, a great benefit at, and not think that you're going to have the work. We, we like to go camp. We like to go see family. And that's what I kind of tried to remind her is, Hey, that the more stuff that we have living things that we have, the, the less we can go. And she's okay with that. Cause she's a homebody, yeah. but I like to go do. Things. So, um, I was 
very glad to hear um, that we weren't able to have it by policy on, on the place that we're living. But coming back to chickens, we're in the same spot. Actually, uh, did a petition with several other families on property to get a chicken coop, community chicken coop. And while we have yet to work out all the details, um, we've figured out a way that we can do it uh, so that we can have some chickens, have some fresh eggs, because we go through eggs like crazy. Right. So, yeah, that's a definitely a logical next step for you guys. <laughs> Rodney's commenting on our on our. <laughs> I guess, you know, whatever. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just checking it out. I know. I know. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Um, what do you guys, I mean, have you guys even gotten into it yet or are you just the thought, that, in the thought process right now? Yeah, that's, that's, that's on our list. It's on our list. Of course, you know, we've been able to accomplish a lot over the past, you know, few weeks being penned at home. Um but it is definitely in the cards. Uh, it, it's something that we have talked about a lot, and you know, previously, you know, um, I've done a lot of design work uh, on the property and what I want to do here and there and all of that. So the, the chickens and the chicken coop are definitely in the plans, and that's going to happen fairly soon now um, because that is something that we can do, um, that it, it will be fairly easy. Uh, however... I have a grand plan for my chicken coop because <laughs> I don't want just eggs. I want meat chickens. Um, yeah. I want to eat them because um, chicken is tasty. That's why God made that... so many things taste like chicken. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, like a little yard bird. <laughs> right? Yard bird's good. Uh, so, <laughs> who's a jammy bastard? <laughs> Or don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> or don't eat them. Eggs come out of their arses. So, another inside joke. I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on this one. If you can go, I think it's on YouTube. Uh, go look up English Farming Commercial. Oh, the, jeez. So uh, dog just scared the crap out of me. Hacked up something and I thought it was like coming over the fence at me. Um, he... The the English did a, a commercial, um, I don't know when it was, but uh, as a farming commercial trying to get younger people into farming. <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. So if you get a chance, go to YouTube and check that out because it's pretty cool. Oh, it was major it's pretty funny. funny, actually. Major, major kinds of funny. Um, I've got to shut some stuff down here because... You're pausing like crazy. Can't see you or hear you. Yeah. You We're back? Running out, of, running out of internet. I'm shutting my computer down right now. How's that? Oh, gotcha. All right. I'm good. Yep. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. But the biggest problem that I'm going to have is I've got, I, I want a very large chicken coop. Um, we've got a friend that we've done some church stuff with. Um few years back and we went out to his place um kind of for an after party from the from the fiesta and uh he has a, ch a chicken coop that's it it's a beast um, but he's got a lot of chickens you know he's got like 60 something like chickens um which i don't want that yeah. many but having a big nice chicken coop you know is pretty cool um I've also thought about building one of those little, the, the movable ones that you can drag around from here to there, you know? Uh -huh. uh, let your chickens, you know, go free range, not free yeah. range, but yeah. ranging coop. Yeah, yeah. So it's in the works. Definitely going to get some chickens, um, eggs, meat, all that good stuff. Uh, probably stop there. Um, chickens, vegetable garden wild meat um that ought to about do it yeah so um coming back to the canning we talked about that kind of first off it is very involved it's kind of um and i think a lot of people are intimidated by it 
simply because it, it does have the, the possibility to go wrong. You can get botulism from, from uh, incorrectly canned items. Yeah, but you can get coronavirus from going to Walmart, so who cares? You can get coronavirus from going to Walmart, so that's a, that's a good point. But coming back to the, coming back to the canning, um, you, you have had, uh, you've had a freezer go out. I've had a freezer go out. Yeah. Actually canning meat is a great way. If you have a freezer go out, that's a great way to process a bunch of meat quickly and not lose that, not have that spoilage. If you can learn to can, because you can save that meat and use it and not lose it. That was one of the biggest uh, if anybody's had that happen, I'm sure most of you have. Uh, that's one of the biggest disappointments you can have is um, have a freezer go out and know that you're going to lose all your meat before you can get it taken care of. Um, canning is a great way to take care of that meat and preserve it so that you don't lose it. Um, so that's something to think about as well. Uh, I think one of the one of the big reasons that I was really in favor of Annie pursuing that is, is because of that on top of it, you can do all your vegetables and stuff like that. But, uh, that canning meat is, is pretty handy whenever you don't have, or you, or you don't have access to a freezer, put some back in right away. Yeah. Cause they can be stored for quite a long period of time at room temperature or down in a, down in a cellar or anything like that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, the, it, it's a good time. I, you know, you can't go sit down and, and there's a lot of them that you can't go sit down and visit with, um, you know, the, the older generation. Um, but it's a good time to, to get on the phone with your grandmas and grandpas that have done those things and know a little bit about it and know how important it can be in your life. Um, so it's a good good time to to renew those contacts and strengthen those bonds and and talk to those people because there's a lot of us that don't know much about it you know like canning i I don't know much about canning um but i know a lot of people in my family do and and that's just one more thing that we can have a conversation about and that brings your family closer together um and educates you all at the same time and then that'll give you something you know like we talked about earlier to to pass on to your kids you know yeah we're, we're never done learning so that's no. that's really all this is it there's a lot of downside to it there's a lot of you know there's there's people that are in hospitals and there's peace, people that are dying and all of that kind of stuff but this is also a good opportunity for people to reach back to their roots um reconnect with some of the older generation their family on things that that um that are, you know, the more slow paced, uh, reality based things, you know, rather than the fast paced world that we were living in, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, um, and all of that, you know, it's a good time to slow down, reconnect with, with some of those family members and learn some of those things that we have forgotten. Yeah. Well, I think you put it perfectly in that you've been home with the kids have gotten a lot done, you know, um, a lot done. It's there's, it's amazing how much you can get done in a day, in a week, mm-hmm. um, when everybody's home and you don't have an agenda and you don't have to be going places or doing things and you're not going out to eat. And, um, just the amount of time that you spend, uh, there at the home place can be extremely beneficial. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. kind of the perfect, kind of the, perfect storm you know i don't want to downplay the seriousness of the situation but it's kind of the perfect storm like i said you're not going out to eat you're not going anywhere you're staying at home um well my work schedule even you know i'm and 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 the time of year you know now now with the time change and the day lasting longer and stuff like that um it's just kind of a, a a perfect storm of everything kind of happening at once and um I'm not driving to work in the morning because I'm working from the house. So, yeah, I still got to work. So I get on my computer, and I still got to work. I still got to put in my hours, all of that stuff. But I've got that hour in the morning that I would have been driving to work. Now I walk uh-huh. out to the garden, and I can water. Um, yeah. 
at lunch. Or or you can get to, or you can do or you can do work earlier and yeah. get your work done and then get outside and do what you need to do exactly. instead of you know, you get you get your work done at the office and you're like, Okay, I'm obligated to stay here because they pay me to do it. But I mean really, um, if you if you can do it effectively, I know oftentimes when I'm working at home, uh, you, you have to have a place that you can do it effectively and not be interrupted. But uh, you get a lot more done because you're focused and you get it done and then you're not obligated to stay sitting in front of that computer. You get out and do something else. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can be a lot more efficient with the work. Um, you know, I don't have the phone ringing. Um, as much. I don't have as many people asking me questions. Um, I can just sit down in my you computer. Don't, you, don't have, you don't have Joe Blow. Yeah, you don't have Joe Blow walking in and wanting to chat about this, that, or the other. Exactly. So you get, and not that those are bad things, but they they are distractions and they slow you down. Sitting here in my house, ain't yeah. nobody messing with me. Um, I don't let I don't let the kids know, mess with me too hard. So I, I'm you just give them the. Walk. I walk the shit out of you. Um, so yeah, but, and so then in the evening, I've got more time. I'm already home. So <laughs> instead of having an hour, hour drive home, I'm sitting here, yeah. uh, I go right outside and get a little work done. Um, and then of course the weekends, you know, we're stuck here. So, you know, we've been real good about turn the TV off, get outside, get something done. So I like it. I gotta, I gotta dump Facebook again. You still there? <laughs> Is it slowing you down? Yeah, it's slowing me down. I'm much. here. So, I just had to, I just had to dump it all together. Uh, gotcha. So, might, might pull the plug. No worries, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of other the things. Effect. That's, huh? No, go ahead. No, there's plenty of other things. You know, we've, we've talked about, you know, a, a lot of the um, uh, just kind of the home homemaker kind of stuff, you know, um, gardening and canning and chickens and not milking cows and not milking goats. Um, but then you also have the whole kind of, prepper side of it you know which we haven't even touched um yeah those guys aren't looking aren't, aren't looking too bad right now no <laughs> yeah i mean that's 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 true you know so i know that i've always kind of figured you know myself that i've always kind of i'm always prepared um but how far you know how much uh-huh. um you know, we didn't have to run out and hoard anything. Um, didn't have to get crazy with buying stuff, you know. Uh, we did get a, you know, we did get a few extra things that we normally, you know, that we might not have normally done just because we didn't know when we were going to be able to get back or what was coming next. But we didn't right. have to go crazy because we had a lot of stuff. I think probably the biggest thing is we probably bought a few more canned goods than normal. Um, uh-huh. but, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things like having your, your, uh, meal kits, you know, your dehydrated meal kits and, and having plenty of water. Of course, we, you know, I have water. We have a well, it's not a great well, the water's not great, but I can drink it if I need to. It ain't going to kill me. Um, yeah. you know, but so there's a lot of those kind of things, you know, um, fuel generators, uh, the, the other kind of necessities that I think a lot of people are starting to think about now that they may have kind of scoffed at previously. Um, I well, I think it's, it was, it was interesting because when this whole thing first hit, um, the things that people chose to <laughs> buy and hoard first were very interesting. You know, um, I think when it really hit, especially up here, uh, and I and I had to go into town and grab a few things. Um, mind you, it's like a you know, 
hour hour ride into town for me so it's usually nothing new for us to shop for a month at a time mm-hmm. I know right before it hit and everybody was kind of skeptical about it my wife went in and, and got groceries and the guy behind her made a comment like overreacting much and she just kind of turned and said this is what we get normally yeah. every month because we live an hour from town uh, but I grew up doing that. You know, I grew up being an hour or more from any uh, grocery store. So we learned how to meal plan and how to you, you buy stuff yeah. for the month. We didn't, uh, I know there's people out there who, and it boggles my mind. I've met some of them that they hadn't, they hadn't planned ahead to even what they're going to have for dinner. You know, they'll, they'll, the wife or whoever's at home will call and say, Hey, can you pick this up for dinner? They don't have anything in their freezer except for snacks and stuff like that. They don't have anything put away like canned goods and stuff like that. So we were very prepared for having lived rurally my entire life. Um, That's just kind of the lifestyle that we were in. But what people chose to to buy when it really hit, you know, the whole toilet paper hoarding thing um, and then, you know, bottled water and I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock somebody for that. If you know, if you live in a city, that's something that you have to worry about. Like you said, you have a well. I live on a well. It's not a big deal. For a lot of people, it is. But then, you know, um, had, a, had a kid that I worked with uh, went in to buy, you know, the essentials, and he bought all frozen pizzas and frozen lasagnas and stuff. But. When I got to town, I mean, I was with him, and he kind of went his way, and I kind of went my way, and I went down the canned aisle, and nobody even touched the canned stuff. Oh, wow. They they all went for the fresh meat. They all went for the fresh produce. They all went for that. And in my mind, being a little bit of a prepper myself, I'm like, yeah, canned food's the first thing I'm going for because right. it doesn't – I mean, it goes bad, but it doesn't – it takes a long time. So that's like truly the – essential or the survival food that you should be quote unquote hoarding if you um you shouldn't be hoarding anyways because it's um the the supply chain is still there but without getting into that you know if you ever get into an emergency situation and and your first thought is to go for the fresh produce you might want to change your thinking unless you're going to take it home and can it (laughs) exactly but still um yeah it's a lot easier to buy it. It's a lot easier and cheaper to yeah. buy an already canned green bean. Yeah, we we um, I think we were a little baffled. I think we were, you know when it first started, we were like, all right, well maybe we should go ahead and go down to Walmart and see what we can get. And it was empty. I mean, they had like a can of pork and beans and a can of green beans and a can of corn, and that's about it. Um, most of the canned goods were gone. All of the meat was gone. Like you said, that I was kind of surprised about that. They did have spam, which, you know, uh, we've had some spam uh, the past couple of weeks. We've had a, a bit of spam, and it's been kind of fun because I had a lot of it as a kid. Uh, yeah. You know, like I said, that older generation, they're used to it, you know. Uh, I hadn't had much as a, as a grown-up, but um, brought back some good childhood memories. Uh, and I thought, oh, you got to get that and feed the kids because they just have to, you know. Um, but, but yeah, the things that were empty. But what really struck me funny is um, I was think I, I got to thinking, you know what? Albertsons has those little dispensers where you can get beans and crap. And they were out of beans. And I had beans at the house, but I thought, you know, I'd get some more beans because I love beans. Uh-huh. So we went to Albertsons. They had everything. They were uh-huh. out of anything it's like people went to walmart but they forgot that there was a whole nother grocery store in town now of course since then they've figured it out um and they pretty much got albertson's ransacked too but uh, just just the the progression of of how things are going is is, is baffling but th- there's so many things that you wouldn't even think about so like here we're doing a live podcast right we're doing a live podcast uh-huh. because we can't get together and do a podcast. And that kind of thing is happening all over the country. So we bought some microphones previously, uh, some headset 
microphones for for doing our for recording the podcast. We didn't care for them much, so we were gonna send them back. So I called yeah. the guy and told him, "Hey, I'm gonna send these back, and this is what I'm looking at getting." And he goes, "Well, let me check and make sure I have them in stock because all that kind of crap is being bought up because everybody is now having to gear up to do this stuff from home to, to work from home and do all and that." Yeah. Like, Man, I'd have never even thought about that. So there's so many things that are that are going on in the world that we really wouldn't have even thought about. Now, not that that kind of stuff is essential, which we're kind of talking about essential stuff. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Well, but talking about talking about essential stuff, think about how many how many comments you saw on Facebook whenever they were running shortages on meat and stuff like that. Well, if I run out, I'm just going to go out and kill me an elk or a deer, and and you know. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, they'll be in jail. I guess that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm. If you're truly starving, I'm not gonna begrudge you that. But if everybody decided to do that, you think about the long-term implications of the the ecological implications of that. (laughs) You know, we uh, uh, free-range hunting uh, in America extirpated many, many, many species Mm -hmm. that we a lot of years to grow back and yeah. bring back uh, to where we could legally hunt them. Yeah. And, and so and it, it goes across the board, you know, it, no, no species that we have of, of huntable animals here, particularly in New Mexico, um, you know, or, or white tail mule deer, elk, turkey, you know, javelina, none of that stuff could survive any of that on a large scale. It just, no. wouldn't, it wouldn't do any good. Even, even the fish, um, it's just well especially the fish um the majority of the fish in new mexico are put in tank fisheries they're grown they are not uh they're not natural fisheries where they naturally reproduce Mm -hmm. the majority of the rivers and lakes and things like that the only reason that we have uh them is because the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish puts a lot of money and energy and time into growing those fish. And that's why it was always, you know, was when, I was, when I was with the department, it was always really frustrating because uh, people would would take those fish and, oh, it's just a fish. You know, well, well, yeah. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. I'm back. It, it's, it, it's, um, yeah, that was a conversation that me and you had, you know. Uh, Absolutely. I, I can't even I can't even deny it. You know, I was one of those that was like a fish. What what's the big deal about a couple of extra fish? Well, when you stop and think about the money that they put into having those fish out there, um, and and creating those opportunities for everybody, um, it's a li- it is a little bit more important. So yeah, you know, and that's kind of that selfish mentality you know that we're trying to get people to get get rid of um because that's exactly how i felt that's a couple of fish i can't you know uh i can't feed a family of five or six with four fish yeah um you know so when i go to want to go catch a few fish for the for the grill tonight i'm gonna catch a couple extra you don't do that anymore i plan ahead you know or i take somebody else um that can yeah. catch, that can legally catch those couple extra you know, and I know that you're kind of splitting hairs there, but we all got to do our part. So, absolutely, yep. definitely, definitely. What else? What else? <laughs> no, I think it's been fun doing this, uh, doing this live podcast. Um, you know, as we kind of progress in our technical technological skills, we might think about doing more of them. Um, but I think it's. It's just really interesting to to see that return to those old skills, um, and glad to see it. Uh, I hope there's a, I hope the renewed interest continues once, um, once this yep. pandemic has passed. Uh, but um, as as per the usual, people get back busy and. And, and who knows, but it was a good incentive for you to get started. I'm sure you're going to continue it. I know our family's going to continue it. So there's two at least. Yep. So I'm sure that there will be more. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Last thoughts. 
Final thoughts. Um, you know, I had something. I had something. You know, we, we were kind of talking about the hoarding earlier, and, and you know, we were talking about you being an hour from home. That is something that does kind of bother me. Uh, so, like me, for example, I've got I've got my family that I'm buying for when I do have to go out and get something. Uh, you know, because you run out of milk, you run out of bread. Uh, bread, yeah. that's something that we didn't even talk about. Um, you, can, you can cook that at home easy. Um, but, you know, yeah. you run out of essential things. I don't have chickens yet, so I, I need eggs. I need milk. Um, I've got kids. You know, I've got to feed them all day. Of course, the schools have been really good. Um, they're still driving around, delivering lunch every day. The buses are. But um, all that aside, you know, I've got my mom. And, and she's one of the what you call at-risk people. Um, right. My mother-in-law, who is definitely one of those at-risk people. Um, yeah. And she's got other kids too, but but still, you know, we go to the store and it's not just us that we're getting for. And all these stores now are, are, are limiting everything limiting. to one item. Yeah. And you got these people that are coming, you know, from an hour, hour and a half away, two hours away, just to get to the grocery store, they can't do that every other day. Um, uh-huh. And then you've got these families that are that are trying to help their their family members or neighbors or, or friends out, so they don't have to go to the store. And and no, we're not able to do that. And so that's what this hoarding has created. It's it's actually made it worse because now instead of just going to the store once and getting what I need, I have to go three times. So that's three times yeah. the exposure. And that's three times, not, not, not just for me, but that's three times that I have to go back to the store and expose everybody else to whatever I've been exposed to. So uh-huh. that's what they've created. They've created, they've made a bad situation worse by doing all that hoarding um, and by causing these stores to limit sales to one per item. You know, I can't just buy one gallon of milk for three different families. You know, yeah, it's. It's ridiculous. Um, I meant to bring that up earlier, but I probably got distracted by Facebook or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It no, I just, um, I don't know. It's it's kind of a new reality that we're living in. Um, and without, without getting into politics, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a pain because you have so many different dynamics to it. But, um, the one or at least one of the blessings that I, I can see coming from it is this return to the old ways, uh, mm-hmm. a, a renewed interest in some of the old things. And I think that's really valuable. Um, and like, like you talk about, I didn't even talk about bacon bread. My, uh, Annie started baking bread. Pretty cool. Dana hasn't uh, started baking so. bread. And I really wish she would get back to it because she makes the best sourdough bread. Um, yeah. And I never liked sourdough bread until my wife started making it and I started eating it at home and that stuff is delicious. Yes, it is. So, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to get her back into that too. Um, For sure. Interesting question. I wonder how that's going to do. Everything has an effect, cause and effect. Uh, mm-hmm. Every action has equal and opposite reaction you know you get a ton of people back into gardening and having their own little home garden and so how's that going to treat the farmer just not saying that it's good or bad i'm just saying everything has an effect one way or another yeah you know um and i I don't know if this is true It, it, it i didn't read it i just saw the headline about wow Well, that was fun. Um, anyway, so I'm going to have to finish this up because apparently you can only go live for one hour. Um, and our video just quit on Instagram. So fun for that. But that's all right. I'm going to finish this podcast up. Um, thanks everybody for joining. Um, remember when you're out there, um, 
get what you need. Don't take too much. Other people have needs too. Uh, check on your neighbors. Check on your family. Uh, God bless and uh, stay safe, everybody. Thanks for joining. Adios. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.